Got nine minutes to maximize your travel and casino experience? Welcome to Zorkcast, powered by Travel Zork, helping you travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures. From airline miles and hotel points to living in the lap of luxury in a Las Vegas casino, you'll find all the knowledge you need to travel in style. Brought to you in nine minutes or less. Now, please welcome the host of Zorkcast, Michael Mason Traeger. Hello, this is Michael, and welcome back to ZorkCast. The subject of today's episode is manufactured spend and casinos, as well as casino spend for status. So we first probably, because this is supposed to be a broad overview kind of episode, we first have to define what is manufactured spend, otherwise known as MS. And the best resource that I turn to for the definition and for that explanation is Greg the Frequent Miler. And I will give links in the show notes to Greg's site and also this guide on manufactured spending. So Greg says, and I'm going to repeat verbatim from his website, the key to increasing credit card spend is to find techniques that either let you use a credit card to pay for expenses that don't normally allow credit cards, i.e. a mortgage, rent, taxes, contractor payments, or to find ways to spend money with your credit card and get the money back as cash. The latter is often referred to as manufactured spending or MS for short. Now, there are other scenarios that also really work well, you know, not only, you know, having spend where you can turn that spend into, you know, that credit card spend into cash, you know, which obviously some of these techniques are like buying gift cards and then figuring out a way to monetize them. But another great scenario is when you're dealing with OPM or other people's money. So for instance, you're on a business project or you work for a company that lets you use your own personal credit card, you can charge, you know, flights, hotels, business trips, and then the company pays you back for those expenses. So you're getting paid back for those expenses, but you're getting all of the credit card points. Of course, if it involves heavy amounts of travel, you're using a credit card where you're getting a bonus on travel. So you're getting more than one point to the dollar on travel and things like that. So that's also another you know technique that works really, really well. But of course, you have to have a job where you have expenses you're reimbursed for and your employer has to allow you to use your own personal credit card. Many employers, of course, want you to use their corporate card for numerous reasons, so sometimes that does not work. Now, manufactured spend in the casino environment is relatively limited, but we recently talked about one example, which was the Borgata gift card deal on Travelzork. Once again, I will give you a link in the show notes to that article. So basically, the broad concept there was that you could buy a gift card at the front desk, bell desk, concierge desk from Borgata for no fee or a very, very small fee. And then at the MLife Rewards desk, you could take that gift card and turn it into slot play and then play through that slot play. Now, the thing about this is if you were going to play video poker or slots to begin with, and let's just use $500 as the example, then this is great because you were going to gamble anyway. So why not get the gift card for $500, get the points, you know, for the charge, you know, the points you get for charging on the applicable credit card or 
you also get additional bonuses and things if you were using an M-Life credit card. Why not get that anyway if you're going to be gambling instead of just taking the money like out of the ATM machine? Of course, for people who don't gamble, this could be a little bit risky because when you do turn something into slot play, in almost all circumstances, you need to do what we call run it through once. That means that you need to play that slot play through. You have to play the $500 through. What does that mean? Well, if it was $500 and you were playing quarter video poker at Borgata, which is nine, six jacks or better at B bar, which is a 99% game, well, that'd be $500 divided by $1.25, $1.25. You would have to basically do 400 hands video poker to play it through. And that is a significant amount of time. At least I think I got that right. And, and on top of it, even though it's a 99% game, you have something called variance. So, I mean, it can go either way, right? I mean, truly, it's a 99% game in the long term. So, you should only lose approximately 1% in the long term, which is fine. So, that means that you would lose $1 for every $100 wagered, you know, in the long run. But you're not playing in the long run. You're playing in the short term. Also, that 99% takes into account the Royal Flush. So, in playing through $500 at video poker, you might wind up with $600 or $550, or you might wind up with $420. And obviously, if you're just trying to manufacture spend, buying a gift card for $500 and then winding up with $420 is probably going to upset you. So that's something to definitely keep in mind. Of course, if you did this multiple times throughout the month, you know, you're going to get this nice longer you know, playing more so towards the longer term situation. And of course, you have the other advantages of B-Bar. If you do like to gamble recreationally, you've got great cocktails there. The other, you know, so those cocktails are worth quite a bit as far as comps, if you enjoy that. The other thing is, too, when we say a game is 99% game, that's assuming that you are playing perfect strategy or very, very close to perfect strategy. If you don't no perfect strategy, you you will give up some edge there. So that's another thing to keep in mind. But it's interesting. It's it's very interesting to think about. And we put that together in the article on Travelzork. Another potential idea, which is probably considered a little bit extreme, but there are scenarios where you can pay off a casino marker with a credit card. And it's rather unusual, but I have heard of it being done before. And I, I know of scenarios where it's been done. It's mostly only been done in the state of Nevada. But sometimes when you draw a marker, which is casino credit, which is really just a post-dated check, they, you regularly pay off these markers either, you know, in cash or the check gets deposited or, you know, basically, you know, cash check gets deposited or a combination of those things. There are some casinos that have allowed people to pay off those markers with a credit card. So that can be sort of interesting. There are also services like Plastique which mail a check for a fee and allow you to pay different types of vendors. And there is the possibility on a limited basis that you could mail a check to pay a marker in a jurisdiction in which they will accept a check that is not from your direct checking accounts. Of course, Plastique probably does not approve of something like that, but it might be hard for them to differentiate you paying a casino for a catering bill or for a marker. But that's just some other thing to keep in mind. I bring, I don't really find 
you know, being able to manufacture spend via paying casino markers to be something that's realistic, but it is something that, you know, is interesting to talk about. And once again, casino markers and casino credit are heavily regulated by jurisdiction. And that means that, you know, in certain jurisdictions, they have very, very strict rules about how markers are paid. And a lot of times, like if you are paying by check, the check has to come from a checking account that you have made them aware of. So that basically covers most of that. But, you know, the the thing that I think is most interesting and a topic that I really like is status via spend. What? Status via spend? Yeah, because a lot of casinos will allow you to earn tier points for spend in the casino. And those tier points go towards status. So basically, if you regularly go out to expensive dinners or spa treatments or other things, every every dollar you spend will go to a certain number of tier points. In general, like a program like MLife gives you 25 tier points per dollar that you spend, and that can rack up really, really quickly. In addition, Venetian Grazi also has a similar scheme to that. And I think at Grazi, once, depending on your status level, you earn different amounts. At least it used to be this way. You earn different amounts of points per dollar spent, depending on which status level you are. So as you rise up in status level, you actually will earn more points per dollar that you spend, which makes it easier for you to requalify for that status level or move to the next status level. But this is something very common. A lot of programs, you know, Total Rewards also allows, you know, spend to count towards tier. So this can be great for people who don't really gamble that much, but spend a lot of money at these casino resorts because then they will move to the higher tiers of status and get a lot of additional benefits. And and that can be great for people. And it's just from spending at the resort. The key is that you need to make sure that your spend at the resort is correlated with your card. So the easiest way to do that is say you're staying at MLife Properties or you're staying at Venetian. Like you're staying at Venetian, you've got to charge things back to your room folio. Makes It's the easiest way to do it. Because if you charge everything back to your room folio, then you will get the points for the spend at the end because your room folio is attached to your loyalty program number. The other reason why you always should be charging back to your room folio is because if you do gamble and you never know how much you're necessarily going to gamble on a particular trip, if it's charged to your room folio, it gives a host the possibility of giving you discretionary comps. So if maybe you didn't think you were going to gamble a lot and you got things were going really well for you and you thought you were going to play like an hour of craps and you wound up playing 10 hours of craps, well, that 10 hours of craps might, you know, get you a lot of regular comps, but it might put you in a position to ask a host at your property to give you additional comps as a discretionary. But of course, the host can only comp off things that are listed on your room folio. This is another reason why it is very, very important to play at the resort that you're staying at because that gives you more opportunities for discretionary comps. And that should be something that you think about when you're deciding what resort you're staying at. Sorry, Mr. Leo got crazy because I think there was a package delivery in the mail slot. And just one final thing to end up with here is, you know, a lot of us have a number of friends who are not 
so into loyalty programs. And that's perfect. You know why? Because when we go out with those friends and we dine with those friends, a lot of times those friends will chip in cash and allow us to charge everything to our room folio. So that's sort of like manufactured spend. I'll tell you once a couple of years ago, I had, I hosted a really nice lunch at Bouchon, one of my favorite restaurants at Venetian. And I think it was about 12 people, a lot of gamblers in a group, a couple of poker players. And at the end of lunch, everyone just was chucking cash onto the table for lunch. Like here's cash for lunch. Here's cash. Here's my part. Here's my part. It was perfect. I picked up all the cash. I charged it to my room folio at Venetian and I got all the points. So even though maybe my lunch was really only $80 worth of spend or $60 worth of spend, I would have put on my room folio. Instead here, all of a sudden I had $800 or $900 worth of spend and I didn't really spend $900. It was just all of my friends chipping in. And I strongly suggest that when you dine with friends, if they're not interested in points, let them allow you to charge. It could just be to your credit card so you get the points or to your room folio and your friends can either give you cash or today it's so easy to Venmo or PayPal you money. And so many people just don't care about loyalty programs. There's no reason why you shouldn't, you know, take advantage of that. So that's everything for now on this episode of Zork Zork Cast. I would love to hear, you know, your opinions on this subject. I'd love to also hear if you are using spend to reach the casino tier status of your dreams or of your desires. Anyway, until next time. You've reached the end of your stay with us on this episode, but we encourage you to visit our website for more resources at TravelZork.com and to continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at TravelZork and Facebook.com slash TravelZork. Travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures right here on ZorkCast. Until next time, good luck.